It's almost more than I can take Baby, when you touch me I can feel how much you love me We are all powerful creatures, amazing beings. Every one of you, there's nobody out there listening to this show that's broken or dysfunctional. It's just strategies. So, at their core, as women who are feminine but have been taught masculine, so their predominant energy patterns that they now believe they need to adopt to create and have what they want become more masculine in order to create chemistry and passion in the relationship, men must shift into a feminine energy pattern. And society, whether you believe the chicken or egg, whichever came first, it doesn't matter. They both happen. Men were taught to be feminine. Men were emasculated of their masculine energy. And little girls were defeminized, feminine energy-wise, and taught, get tough, be better than a boy, have drive, do this. And there's some girls out there that have struggled their whole life because some of the hardest people on them are other women. Because masculine energy women, in many respects, are threatened by feminine energy women. And it feels like in the half-full state of feminine energy, you have one outcome, but this society has shifted such that most feminine energy for women is recorded as half-empty. So a true feminine woman, in her feminine glory in a half-empty state, is recorded as flirty or slutty or overly sexual or she's only succeeding with cleavage or looks or flirting. Well, that's the half-empty state, but there's half-full aspects of feminine energy, and there's no place on this planet, really, and I'll give you a foreshadowing of the tough question, That women are taught how to be feminine, half full, and be powerful. And here's the crazy thing. And this isn't the big question, by the way. But it's a really tough question. When we look at the history of humans on the planet, whether wherever you sit on the on the scale of history of human on the planet, it's about 120,000 years. When we look at anthropologically, historically, archaeologically, when we put together, you know, they can look at that campfire site that's excavated in southwestern Colorado, and then they make all these deductions and extrapolations as to what the life was like for that campfire. When we look at women and men in the history of this planet, and we've been here 120,000, give or take tens of thousands of years, do you believe that we are been predominantly patriarchal or matriarchal-led families, villages, societies, governments, countries, predominantly for the course of our history. And for the last 2,000 years, because it's been patriarchal energy, most people, men and women, go, oh, patriarchal. But no, it's matriarchal. And why would anybody want to live, if you had a choice to live in matriarchal energy or patriarchal energy, which would you rather live in? Well, that's a no-brainer. You'd rather live in matriarchal because it feels better. At the end of the day, you can be this incredible being that accomplishes everything on the planet, but if you don't know how to feel good about it, you're not going to feel good. 
All your accomplishments will be for emptiness and naught. And if you are matriarchal and you don't accomplish anything, it doesn't matter because you feel great. Now, the truth is you want the blend. This is always about consciousness and choice. It's never about judgment. It's about awareness. And then it's about, ultimately, when we finish this, is what does it mean for relationships today? Men are now upside down. They have been taught to be more feminine. They are not rewarded when they're in their organic, raw, masculine state. Women are upside down. They are taught to be more masculine. They are not rewarded in their raw, organic state. And one of the big things that had to happen when women began the shift in the leadership is men had to respond. And in order for a lot of that to happen, another very curious phenomena developed in our society and our culture, we began getting a lot of stage two relationships. Now remember, stage one is raw, male or female energy, just selfish directed inward about you. Stage three was raw, organic, masculine, or feminine, external, in service of. And stage two, I said, was this balanced, androgynous place. So where stage one masculine words are like drive and accomplishment for, for me, and stage three feminine words, for example, are about love and vulnerability and intimacy in service of you, stage two descriptors, stage two adjectives, because it's balanced, sound like that. There's words like balance and fairness and compromise and consensus and evenness. And a lot of people, when they first listen to this, go, Bill, you goofball, isn't that a good thing? I want my relationship to have a compromise. I want my relationship to have a consensus. I want it to be fair. I want it to be even. I want it to be balanced. But here's what I'm going to tell you from an energy perspective, because as long as you're conscious, you can compromise on what restaurant you're going to. But if the predominant energy pattern you're using is a stage two, because that's the only way you've come together with your spouse... What's going to happen is you guys are going to be the best of friends. You're going to be great roommates. You're going to laugh at the same jokes. You're going to enjoy the same movies. You're going to go to the same restaurants. And there's going to be no passion, no chemistry, no juice, no electricity. It's going to be very, very little. Sex will be perfunctory. Relationship will be, the emotions of the relationship will be very level. Not too high, not too low. Now, if you understand the polarity of life, the extreme highs mean you must have extreme lows. So we teach you tools to deal with the lows. And even going back to the very beginning of the first hour with the extreme high, we want to enhance that. That's the strengths perspective of reality creation. You want to focus on your strengths. So you want to create passion at a very high level. And when you do that, the emotional content, the emotional richness of your life is absolutely incredible. As men and women coming out of the 60s for the last 40 years, men are upside down, women are upside down, and many women and men come together in a relationship that is just very balanced, very even, and they get along, and those are what we record as good marriages, and they actually laugh, and they they feel like they're happy, But, but they're not passion, they're not juice, the chemistry, the electricity is gone. And if you set a standard, 
that when you now design your incredible, awesome, magical, amazing, extraordinary marriage, and that's your standard, you're not going to get that in a stage two relationship. You just can't. You'll get good. You'll get balanced. You'll get even. And again, I say this a lot, but it's really important. This isn't about judging you. If you've got that kind of marriage, I'm not telling you you're stupid, you're wrong, you're bad. I just want you to wake up and be very aware and own what you have and say, this is exactly what I want. Or, geez, you know, I've always wanted that old chemistry. I've always wanted that old passion, but it just... I believed, I was taught, I was told, society reinforces this in all its imagery, all its media, movies, TV shows, that after a couple of years, the bloom is off the rose. Now, you know there's the 1% to 5% out there. The bloom never leaves the rose. Their passion, their joy, their excitement for one another is just as fresh when they're in their 50th anniversary as it was at their first. But we go, oh, well, they're lucky. Oh, well, that's them. I can't do that. I know me. I know what I believe about marriage. I know what I saw in my family of origin. And you don't believe. And you don't ask. You don't demand a standard that says, I want that. Thank you for listening to The Inevitable Podcast. Please visit our website for more information on this extraordinary coaching system at www.theinevitableu.com. Then, sign up for your two-week free trial of our membership to gain access to hundreds of hours of amazing content and tools just like this. Now, back to Bill. But if you now listen to this and you want more of this, one of the secrets to how to have more passion is to understand that in a masculine and feminine energy core pattern and then What shells do you layer onto yourself and where do you operate? Can you rediscover that little fiery feminine little girl that you were? Or are you just so mechanical, linear, logical now that that you can't? Or as a little boy, can you let go? And you might even be a very, very successful man in society. But man, there is no rewards for masculine energy in this culture. And it's a dirty little secret. I'll I'll tell you. I'll talk to you about it. A staff meeting in a company environment that only has all men in it is different than a staff meeting when it mixes. Because men act differently when there's all men. When it's a locker room. When it's a golf outing. And again, it's not that that's bad. We love women there. It's an energy thing. It's an awareness thing. Get that point. Don't send me emails that that I'm an idiot and I'm a terrible guy and I'm dismissing and diminishing. I'm not. I'm enhancing, I'm loving, and I'm celebrating what is really the core truth of who we are and helping you remember who you came here to be. If you're a, a, a traditional feminist, it's like they want to vibrate off their chairs. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm criticizing and diminishing them. I'm absolutely not. Now, in this space, I said I would ask the question. So, drum roll. Here's the question. Go anywhere. Men and women both answer this. Go anywhere in your life. Go public. Go into the political arena. Go into the entertainment where we feel like we know our our stars we cherish and love. 
Go into the authors and book writers. Go into your Oprah guests. Go into your family. Go into your friends. Go into your relatives. Go anywhere in your life, and I want you to find me a woman who's very, very powerful, very, very extraordinary, very, very amazing, doing great things on this planet, and she's doing it through feminine energy. She's successful, and she's doing it through feminine energy, matriarchal energy, the energy of love, emotions, connections, vulnerability, intimacy. It's virtually impossible to find. There's a lot of amazing, powerful women, great, great leaders, but the energy appearance, the energy pattern, the energy attraction, the neurology that they're using is driven from a masculine place. We do not reward, we do not teach women to celebrate and be successful through feminine energy. It is a lost art. So, here's the truth about powerful feminine. When when I talk to women and men about powerful feminine beings, Vulnerability is a very powerful word, and for the most part, and this is part of the upside-downness of what we've become and who we are, is most women record that vulnerability is a bad word. It's a weak word. If they're vulnerable, they're weak. If they're vulnerable, they're less than. And what you're going to discover in all of my teachings, everything is yin and yang. Every half empty is half full. So, yes, in its half emptiness, when it's half empty, vulnerability is a bad word. But you got to ask yourself the question, what does half full vulnerability look like? And if I am half full vulnerable, is that a powerful state? And the answer is, that is your most powerful state. Because what vulnerability means at that level is when a being is vulnerable and powerful, it means you are open. You're wide open. You can look at me. You can see me. You can criticize me. You can hate me. You can hurt me. I'm not defending myself. I don't have my defenses up. I'm vulnerable. And it's an act of love when it's a stage three energy pattern. It is an act of love. It is a gift of yourself. To become vulnerable with another human. And it comes from a place of power. Only confident people or people that are using confidence certain strategies. And what it says is, here I am. I'm not masking. I don't have my facade up. I'm not defending. I'm, I'm completely vibrating wide open. I am radiating pure love, pure truth, pure vulnerability. And that's part of the secret of true matriarchal, feminine, powerful energy. And, and, and there's a lot of women that don't want to be vulnerable in a public arena. They've been taught, oh, that's a weakness. You ask women to define vulnerability, oh, crying. Oh, I'm too emotional. They get dismissed and diminished for those characteristics when, in fact, it's where their greatest strengths lie. Because when you master those emotions, when you master those vulnerabilities, man, people love to be around you. Because in many respects, what you do is you give permission to other people to be who they are. If you're not holding out, if you're not masking, if you don't have your facade up, if you don't have your defensive walls up, they won't either. 
Now, that's not true for everybody, and some people will attempt to hurt you, and sometimes it does hurt. But a a woman who travels in this energy space and a man that is attracted to her discovers that in this vulnerability, in this openness, in this accessing of their feminine energy to be love, not accessing masculine energy to be love, allows a man to be a warrior. Because again, in many respects, as I painted this picture, the change began in the 60s was led by women. The change that began in World War II was led by women. And the energy patterns that are taking place right now are still being led by women. They're just being led by women who have more access to masculine energy and less access and less understanding and less under-awareness. And as a consequence, less confidence and certainty about what it means to be a powerful, emotional, vulnerable, loving, matriarchal woman and the men that love them. Now, to kind of seal this, I'm going to, I'm going to give you some words here that we're going to talk about what masculine and feminine energy, what it really looks like now that it's being expressed. I gave you the organic early in the hour. Drive, purpose, focus, accomplishment, achievement, success versus love, emotions, vulnerability, bonding, connecting, enfolding, enveloping, intimacy. So, I'm going to give you the masculine word first and the feminine word second. Masculine is the force of direction. Feminine is the force of energy. Masculine has the clear direction, the purpose. Freedom comes from expressing that gift of of accomplishment. Feminine is about being present in the moment, firmly planted, rooted in breath, physiology, being present in the body. Masculine is New York City. Feminine is Hawaii. Masculine, because of its drive, is one mode. Feminine is many mode, mosaic. Masculine is focused. Feminine is flow. Masculine is freedom. Feminine is love. Masculine leaves too soon. Feminine stays too long. Masculine speaks words. Feminine hears, mood, feels, tone. Masculine does. Feminine flows. Masculine goes. Feminine feels. Masculine sails on the ocean to go somewhere. And feminine, you are the ocean. I love you guys. Have a great, great day. Bill Sumner, The Inevitable Radio Show. Thank you for listening to The Inevitable Podcast. Please visit our website for more information on this extraordinary coaching system at www.theinevitableu.com. Then sign up for your two-week free trial of our membership to gain access to hundreds of hours of amazing content and tools just like this.